Yeah, do you know what you're going to wear? No. I might actually, after this, ask for your advice. Yeah, yeah. I just got my work pants dry cleaned. I got some pencil skirts my mom gave me, but my mom's a size 2, and I'm not. Um, but she gave them to me anyway. They, like, are... I look like fucking Joan from Mad Men, and then my ass just, like, literally... I, like, it's just, like, all out there. Like, I'm like, I can't wear this to work. That's so inappropriate. (laughs) You're welcome. Okay, so I thought we would do some... Rapid fire icebreakers. This was me like right, right yesterday <laughs> at work, so bored. But no, I was like, that's so fun in a podcast when you can like yeah answer questions. I'm kind of so, nervous. Ready? But yeah, let's do it. All right, Stella or Blanche? Blanche. Okay, Drake or Kanye? Uh, oh, Kanye. Beyonce or Britney? Britney. Linklater or Wes Anderson? Oh, Anderson. Spa day or ski trip? Spa day for damn sure. Okay. I was I thought you were gonna answer ski trip to be honest. No. I like massages <laughs> way too much. I do not. I think they're so weird. I feel so like awkward about it. I'm like this strange person is like rubbing your rubbing ass. me. Okay, last one. Ryan Gosling or Ryan Reynolds? Uh Reynolds. Really? I don't know. I've never you know I'm so like judgmental. Really? You sure you want to pick that well, one? You've always me? been judgmental of me <laughs> and my life choices. Oh my god. But whatever. no, that one is like, who do I think seems like more fun to hang out with? Okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Um, so in case you couldn't tell from my voice, I grew up in Chicago. Um I yeah, lived there for like 17 and a half years. Um my kind of very long story short, my mom um, got a job in Texas, mm-hmm. my senior year of high school. And so, um, and that was right around the time that I was starting to really think about where I was applying to colleges. Yeah. And I'd initially really wanted to go to Brown. That was like my dream school. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about walking onto the gymnastics team because I'd done gymnastics for 12 years before that. Um, cool. Yeah. And then when my mom was like, hey, by the way, like, we're moving to San Antonio. Mm-hmm. Um, it just shifted everything. Um, my mom ended up uh, commuting back and forth from San Antonio to Chicago yeah. for the entirety of my senior year of high school. Um, and that was weird and rough, and it kind of gave me a taste of what it would be like to be super far from my family. And so, um, like, not even a month into her doing that, it was kind of just a rude awakening of, like, I... I can't go up to the Northeast for school. That's just going to be way too far. Um, and I'm really close with my parents, and um, it wouldn't have been worth it. So I instead shifted my trajectory southward. I'd always kind of considered UT. Literally not for any reason other than, like, I'd heard of it. Yeah. Um, so I applied to a few schools in the south, uh, Tulane, Vanderbilt, Emory, UT and then Colorado Boulder because I needed a fifth school um and then I got into UT really early and um by like January I was just ready to be done with like this whole college thing (laughs) um and so I visited my mom one weekend in San Antonio we drove to Austin and it was like a super shitty day And I remember thinking, oh, this is still, like, a really cool place, even though there's no one here and it's raining. And um, 
Yeah. So that's kind of how that happened. So it was mainly because, like, your family was there or because, I don't know, was there any, like, inclination towards, like, the specific school, like, film? Nope. No? That was a fluke and a half. That was, I mean, that was such a, yeah, such a fluke. I was not even considering it. I knew that I wanted to study film, but my mom and I had struck a deal pretty early on into me wanting to go to film school that, like... I would start off as an English major because I could still go to law school with an English major. I could still get like a master's and whatever. Um, and you could do a million careers off an English major. You can't really off a film major now more so because now that media is so important to everything, but even five years ago when this was conversation was happening, it, it wasn't. And, um, so, Hey, excuse you. She looked at the phone. Like, are we talking to this? Stella, you barely even talk normal like you're gonna get stage fright you're so cute um anyway stella's a cat listeners (laughs) just so you know yeah i remember being like seven and there was this girl who my my parents were friends with her parents but she was the worst She was terrible. Her little sister was even worse. Mm. Um, They were just nightmare children. Partially because their parents were psycho. But anyway. Putting a lot of labels on people. But I swear they're earned. Um, I remember her. That was the first person that called me fat. My god. She. Because I've always been round. I don't know. And I've always liked food. And um. And it was so wild because I remember her saying like, oh, well, you can't, you can't come. It was, you can't come in the hot tub with us because you're fat. And I remember like knowing that fat was a thing that I never wanted to be, but also not ever realizing that I was that. And I wasn't, but like as soon as someone labels you that and because it was her house and she was that kind of like Regina George style mean girl that people like... No one liked her, but everyone listened to her. And everyone else was like... And I remember... So that was Samantha. And Jenny, who was like the seven-year-old version of six feet tall. um, So probably like four feet tall. (laughs) I don't know. And um, coming over and giving me a hug and being like, we'll be out of the hot tub soon. Like... Like, because even then she was like, oh, well, I have to listen to Samantha, but, like, also I feel bad for... It was, like, a very weird dynamic. And, um, but then I remember talking to my mom about it later, because I told my mom, and my mom's like, well, her mom has her own weight issues, so... And I remember even later hearing, like, by the time we were done with middle school, like, Samantha had, like, an eating disorder and stuff, so... Yeah. I would have never... I didn't wish that on her, but it, it is an interesting cycle that... Yeah. It it had more to do with her feeling bad about herself and like hearing what her mom was saying. Oh yeah. Yeah. Then it had anything to do with me. Yeah, yeah. But you know And it's scary because if you like look at yourself and you try to think, okay, if I were to have a kid, would I successfully raise them? How do you protect them from <laughs> exactly, that stuff? Exactly. It's so hard. But that's I mean and how do you do do you just like try to keep a really open communication between your kids so that they like accidentally tell you a story about being a little bitch and then you go, "Hey, so like in this house we are not bitches." <laughs> okay? <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. 
so we're not dicks to anyone in this house. Um, <laughs> it's no. impossible. It's impossible to keep, you know, tabs on your kids like that, I think. But hopefully you don't end up raising one of them. Hopefully. That's, that's scary. the goal. Man, that's not fair what they do. And I feel like that's really traumatic, especially at that age. Like, shit. I don't even remember that age, but that's... Yeah, it was fair. really shitty. I mean, that capped off, like, for me, like, four solid years of being bullied. Because wow. I thought by, like, sixth grade I'd, like, ended it. Third grade was... I had these two best friends who decided halfway through the school year that at midnight they became horses. We were seven, okay? <laughs> you know, like, eight, great. seven, eight. <laughs> and I was like, oh. And I thought we were, like, making believe. And I was like, oh, yeah, me too. And they're like, no, you're not. We would have seen you. Bitches. And I was like, what? And then this other girl came into the whole crew and was like, oh, yeah, I do it. And they're like, yeah, you do. And I was like, no. no. Chloe, oh, my God. These girls were so mean to you. And in very creative ways. In very creative ways. Like, in some ways, I kind of give them props for it. Stella. Stella. Chloe. The way she's looking at that tree. I know. Man. She wants to climb it so she wants bad. To climb it. She's wanted to climb that tree since I got it. And oh. she knows that she's not allowed to. This is not a thing you're allowed to do. That I know. So she's painful. so sad. All the GD time. Has she ever successfully climbed it? Not while I'm home. Wow. <laughs> One day you're going to come home and see me on the floor. Oh, I know. If I had to, if I like all of a sudden woke up in a week and was like, this ain't for me, I'd probably go travel. I don't have any money saved up. I'm actually pretty severely in debt right now. Because various medical and car related expenses lately. Um, I'd probably go home and save up and do some like, get like a restaurant job for a month or two and then go. I've never been like, like I've only been to Europe once and it was with my family and it was on a cruise. So we didn't get to explore too much. No, yeah. I think that's something that like every 20 something year old wants to do. But like today I was watching... Before sunset, no, before sunrise. I was watching mm-hmm. before sunrise. I've never seen any of his those like movies, but I was wondering. I was like, I was trying to be logistic about. It. Like, I was trying to think of the real situation that they were in. I was like, are they in their late twenties? I like, think they were supposed to be. In I don't care about her. I care more about like him. Like, what was he doing? I know he was gonna see his girlfriend, but I've never seen it, so don't ruin it for me. Shit. Okay. Well, I'm just kidding. I, I don't care about spoilers. Yeah. No. It's just like he was. He was just there, and I was just like, I wonder if I could do that at some point. I don't know. It's just certain. I'm always thinking about, like, will I be able to go back out there and travel? Like, I'll be older. I don't know. I'm obsessed with this, like, idea of youth and, like, travel. And I feel like if I don't do it, if I don't do it, like, all of it now, it's but that's not going the same. Like, yeah, but that's what everyone's been telling us. Like, I was, like, it literally just hit me in this second. The only reason we feel like we can't travel when we're older is because everyone's been telling us we can't travel when we're older. And the truth of the matter is, we, our generation will probably, will is getting married older than our parents did. Having kids later, or not at all, that might not be, I mean, shoot. Like, I'm, I mean, if we're going to talk, if we're going to go here... I've been thinking lately, like, I was always that little girl who, like, wanted to be a mom. Like, always wanted to be a mom. And then lately, I've kind of been thinking, like, what if I wasn't? Like, what if I just didn't? 
I don't think that'll happen because I think it's like that pull to like procreate is, is strong and with it's me. It's not but even like the pull. It's just like the way relationships work. Like that's just always like in you know. In it's the, the next step. It's like the next step. But is it the next step? Like that's kind of what I've been questioning lately. Like, what if we've been thinking about this all wrong? Like, what if you don't have to like. Just because you've been sleeping with someone for four weeks, you don't have to call them your boyfriend. And then if, just because you call someone your boyfriend doesn't mean that you'll ever have to call them your husband. And just because you call someone your husband doesn't mean you'll ever have to have kids. That's the way I like to think about it, man. But You know, because that's a lot of pressure. Like, you know, especially getting into stuff now that we're, and I know you and I were kind of starting to talk about this the other night, like... You get to our age, which is still ridiculously young, but it's now like, you could marry the person you're dating right now. Yeah, you could, and then it's also hard to, like, that's the ideal thinking, that you don't ever have to call your boyfriend your husband, but it, it takes finding the pers- the other person that thinks that same way, and that's where it gets difficult, because there's always going to be the one Who's One more ready who's than the more other? More ready, exactly, and that's just the drag of our relationships, really. But maybe, maybe that's okay if the person who is ready is willing to wait for the other person to get ready. Which is good, yeah, yeah. You know, that's I mean, okay. that's like right. That's that's kind of the crux of the more realistic romantic comedies, of which I am a huge fan. Also, the unrealistic ones because they're all fun. Who am I kidding? <laughs> but like this idea that. You can only wait for so long, but, like, shit, I'm so not ready to get married. Like, don't know how girls do it when I don't, they're in I don't, their 20s. Yeah, I'm so not ready to do anything on anyone's schedule except my own. Yeah. Um, I want to be able to, like, if I work at WME for six months and then they go, we want to put you on a desk in New York, I could go do that exactly, if I needed to. Exactly. And it wouldn't be this big drag of, like, Oh, well, now I've got a long-distance relationship. Like, I really like being single. Now, granted, there are plenty of times when I'm of not that favor. But, you know, like, it, it's just, yeah, I can't imagine. Like, there's a girl in my sorority who's, like, literally getting married as we speak. Right? She graduated a semester early this past December, so, like, a month ago. She's getting married today. I mean, that's fine, whoever wants to do that, but um, definitely not one of those. It's not me. I mean, it's, it's, it's just a weird time, um, which you can, I know you can attest to. I mean, we, we've now been out here for about a year, and um, I spent a year, like I spent the last year working in development either as an intern or like as a junior executive, which is a weird jump, and it was weird and... I loved it. Yeah. I really like working in development. Um, but I don't know if that's what I want to do for sure. And I listened to Posey's podcast today and like I completely identified with what she said about like, I don't want to wake up at 40 and be like, I spent my entire life in development. I know. What if I really meant to go? So who knows, you know? Oh, okay. <laughs> but thanks for um, having me over and talking. Yeah, thanks for having me on your, your little podcast. 
Um, You're going to be episode two. Um, dope. And episode three is going to be, I should probably get closer, Maxie and Posey. And that should be fun. Oh. Or not. Or not. <laughs> that will not be fun, Helen. I'm sorry. Tune in for a different kind of, kind of podcast. Yeah. It's a little bit more. Um, heart-wrenching? Yeah. Definitely. definitely. Oh my gosh. Okay, I have a story to tell you off the record in that vein, but we'll wait because I'm not ready to announce my relationship status. Gotcha. That's a mystery. Because Chloe has, um, Chloe's very private, guys. I'm actually the least private person yeah, I know. The least I air person. all my dirty laundry, but also I, <laughs> you know, it's like, you don't want to get on one of these and be like, so, world, this is about my love life. God. Especially no. when I haven't decided what I feel about my love life right now. I like how your carpet is just kind of like my carpet, where you can just touch it and all the hair will just rise. My, yeah. I just, like, grabbed, like, a hair Okay. But, no, okay. Don't do that. But anyway... Good chatting with you, Helldog. Signing out. <laughs> Signing? What do people say after that? After and that's the way the cookie crumbles. Oh my god. <laughs> you weirdo.